And then in verse 25, Jesus tells her that he is the resurrection and the life. And whoever believes in him is going to live even though he dies. And those who live and believe in him will never die. And then he asks her if she believes this. And she says, yes. She believes that he is the Christ, the Son of God. And that's the key. Welcome to the Fox Den with Terry Fox. Greetings, everyone, and thanks for joining me in the Fox Den. My daughters and I love to watch the Lego Batman movie, and I think there's several reasons for this. One is Will Arnett's voice. We think he does a great job playing Batman and Bruce Wayne. Two, we like to watch Lego characters acting out a story. We think that's pretty fun to watch. And third, I think we like the story. We like to see the funny parts that they inject into the movie. We like to see the story unfold. We like to see the resolution at the end. But there's tons of movies and TV shows that we like to watch. What is it about movies? What makes it different than merely listening to a story? Now, when you read a story or have somebody read a story to you, your mind is able to fill in the pieces and see the different scenes, smell the different smells. I think when you're watching a movie or a TV show, you can see what's going on. The characters are acting out the story. You can see the facial expressions. You can hear the sounds. You can see the setting of the story. I think you can see all these things as the story unfolds. And we see something similar in the Bible. Certainly in the Bible, God tells stories throughout biblical history. And these are actual historic events. So we have this story where David killed Goliath. We have the story of the people in the promised land. We have the individual stories of the kings of Israel. But God doesn't just tell us the story. Oftentimes, God actually acts out the story. But he didn't necessarily just act out the story of David and Goliath. That's an actual historic event. I mean, it actually played out. But God acts out the gospel throughout biblical history. You can listen to episode 8 where I talk about that in detail. And in today's episode, we're going to take a look at another event in which God acts out the gospel. So we're going to go to John chapter 11. Now, there was a man by the name of Lazarus, and he had two sisters, Mary and Martha. And Lazarus was ill. We see that in verse 1. So Mary and Martha send a message to Jesus that Lazarus is ill. And Jesus responds by saying that the illness will not lead to death. And in this, the Son of God, who is Jesus, is going to be glorified. But notice that Jesus didn't respond right away. In fact, it says that he stayed two days longer where he was. In verse 11, he says to his disciples that their friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. And Jesus says that he needs to go and awaken him. Well, the disciples don't really understand what Jesus is getting at. They say, well, if he's fallen asleep, he's going to recover. Verse 13, it says that Jesus was speaking about his death, and they thought he just fell asleep. Jesus understands that they don't have a clue what he's talking about, so he tells them plainly in verse 14 that Lazarus died. Now put yourself in Mary and Martha's shoes. They send a message to Jesus to tell him that Lazarus is sick. Jesus gets the message, and then he hangs out for two more days. And before Jesus shows up, Lazarus is dead. What would you be thinking? You'd probably be pretty disappointed in Jesus for not coming right away. And then in verse 17, we see that by the time Jesus shows up, Lazarus had been in his tomb for four days. Obviously, Mary and Martha are grieving at this point because their brother's dead. 
And then look at what Martha says to Jesus in verse 21. She says, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't be dead. You see, they believed that Jesus could heal Lazarus. And it seems here that Martha's a little disappointed in Jesus. In essence, why didn't you come sooner? You're a little late. You're actually four days late. She doesn't say that, but it seems to me that she's disappointed in him. Again, had he been there, she knows that he he could have healed her, but he didn't show up. Why? Well, he told us in verse 4, Jesus didn't show up right away so that he could be glorified through this. You see, this isn't the end of the story. Now, it's true that Jesus could have healed Lazarus. We have many instances in biblical history where Jesus heals people. In fact, Jesus could have spoke from where he was and Lazarus would have been healed. So when Mary and Martha sent message to Jesus and he hung out there for two more days, he knew what was going to happen. Because remember, he told his disciples that Lazarus had fallen asleep. He knew that Lazarus had died and he wasn't even there with Lazarus when he died. So all he had to do is speak and from that, in, at that distance and he could, have, he could have healed Lazarus, but he didn't. He didn't do that because he is going to be glorified through this event. And then he tells Martha that Lazarus is going to rise again. And she says she realizes that he's going to rise again at the resurrection in the last day. She believes that one day Lazarus is going to rise from the dead. But that's somewhere down there in the future. And then in verse 25, Jesus tells her that he is the resurrection and the life. And whoever believes in him is going to live even though he dies. And those who live and believe in him will never die. And then he asks her if she believes this. And she says, yes. She believes that he is the Christ, the Son of God. And that's the key. Now, at this point, Jesus hadn't yet come into the village where Mary and Martha were. Martha had actually gone out to where Jesus was. Martha goes to where Mary is and tells her that Jesus wants to see her. So she responds to him. She goes out to Jesus. And again, he's not yet in the village. He's still out there where Martha met him. And Mary falls at his feet and says basically the same thing that Martha said. Lazarus wouldn't be dead if you had been here. Isn't it interesting that we think we know what is best? Both Mary and Martha, quite frankly, they're reprimanding Jesus for not being there when they they called on him. That might be a little unfair to Mary and Martha, but both of them are saying, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't be dead. And it's also interesting that they forgot that Jesus could have actually healed Lazarus where he was. He didn't have to come here to heal Lazarus. He could have been on the other side of the globe and spoke, and Lazarus would have been healed. And again, he didn't, because he knew what he was doing, and he was going to be glorified through this event. So in verse 38, we see that Jesus goes to the tomb where they put him, and he tells them to take away the stone. And Martha tells him, um, Jesus, he's been dead for four days. There's going to be a really bad odor if we remove this stone. And look at what he says in verse 40. He told her that she would see the glory of God if she believed. So they take the stone away and he prays. And then in a loud voice, he calls Lazarus out of the grave. And Lazarus comes out with the burial linens wrapped around him. And Jesus tells them to take them off and let him go. Isn't this an interesting story? And it shows several things here. First, it demonstrates that Jesus is indeed God. Only God can raise the dead. Only God can know when somebody's dead, when he's not there to see that the person is dead. 
Remember, Jesus wasn't there when Lazarus died, but Jesus knew that Lazarus had died. So there's several pieces here that demonstrate that Jesus is indeed God. I think it also shows how our sin affects us. When you see how Mary and Martha responded to Jesus, and and I'm not trying to be unkind to them, please don't misunderstand me, Uh, we would have responded the same way. So I'm not being mean to them. But notice their lack of faith. One, obviously Jesus didn't want to heal him. Jesus knew when he wasn't even there, right? When they told him that Lazarus was ill, he could have healed him then, and he didn't. And also, our sin says, God, you need to act in our timeline. That's really what they were saying. Jesus, had you been here, he wouldn't have died. So I think this story also reveals how our sin affects our view of God. You see, Mary and Martha, that's us. Again, I'm not picking on them. I'm saying we would have done the same thing. But in this story, God is acting out the gospel. Again, in, in biblical history, God demonstrates the gospel in many ways. He, he tells us the story. He just told us the story of Lazarus right here. And this is an actual historic event. But God is telling us what he's going to do. God is demonstrating what's going to happen to you and me. You see, if we go to John chapter 5, verses 28 and 29, Jesus tells us what's going to happen. So he tells us in verses 28 and 29 that a time is coming And the Son of God, who is Jesus, is going to speak, and we are going to come out of our tombs. And those in Christ are going to go to the resurrection of life. We're going to rise from the dead in bodies that can never sin, suffer, or die. You see, in the Lazarus story, God is acting out the gospel. He's telling you what he's going to do to you. For you who are in Christ, you're going to rise from the dead and enter eternal life with God in body and soul. So why is this important? First, I think it shows you what God is going to do in the future. It's like watching the end of a movie before you get to the end. You see, we already know how the story ends. It ends in resurrection. Second, I think this should encourage us in times when things get bad. If you suffer on earth, and you're probably going to at some time, and I don't know what that suffering may be. It may be a disease. It may be some other kind of suffering. But when you suffer and things are bad, you remember what God did to Lazarus. You see, that story with Lazarus tells us what's going to happen to us. God acted out the gospel in Lazarus. So as Lazarus rose from the dead, we're going to rise from the dead. You see, God didn't just tell us what he's going to do. He showed us. He demonstrated what he's going to do. And again, Jesus told us this before in John chapter 5. He actually gave away the end of the story before he raised Lazarus from the dead. And then finally, this should set your hope, not here on earth, but on the resurrection. As believers in Christ, we're not waiting for things to get better here on earth. Our hope is the resurrection, where we rise from the dead in body and soul, in bodies that never sin, suffer, or die, and we enjoy God forever. That's our hope. This world is dying So we don't set our hope on earthly blessings. We set our hope on the resurrection to come. You see, that's really the end goal of what God is doing. He's rescuing us from sin, death, the devil, from his own wrath, so that we can enjoy eternity with him. So looking back at the resurrection of Lazarus, and quite frankly, the resurrection of Jesus, that should give you hope, because that's what's coming for you. So here's my assignment for you. Take some time to memorize John chapter 11, verses 25 to 26. And as you're doing that, answer the question that Jesus asks at the end of verse 26. 
And look at how Mary answered that question in verse 27. You see, in verse 25, he tells her that he is the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in him are going to live even though they die. And he's talking about a physical death, and they're going to continue. Their eternal life has already started. So physically, they're going to die, but they're going to rise from the dead, and they will never die. And she responds by saying, yes, you are the Christ. So again, look at the question at the end of verse 26. When Jesus says that he is the resurrection and the life, and whoever believes in him is going to live, even though they're going to die physically, and those who believe in him are never going to die spiritually. Do you believe this? I think that question at the end of verse 26 is very important. By believing that he is the Christ, you have eternal life. And though you're going to die physically, Jesus is going to come, call you from the tomb, you're going to rise from the dead in a body that will never sin, suffer, or die, and you will enjoy God forever in body and soul. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. You can find this podcast on several different apps. If you like what I do, please leave a positive review. Please share or tell others about The Fox Den. Also, check out thefoxdenjournal.com to find articles and other resources. And thanks for listening.